James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. Welcome back, everyone, to uh, Australia's most giving internet marketing podcast, Freedom Ocean. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Tim Reed, sitting on the other side of the uh, fence there is James Shramko. How are you, James? Great. How are you going, Timbo? Mate, I am. Uh, I'm very excited. We're back. Uh, we're back, well and truly, from Fast Web Formula Three. Uh, and listeners, uh, first time listeners might not have heard it, but uh, if they go back to episode 27 um, of the show, they would have heard you and I do um, a live podcast from the recent internet marketing event that you put on. So um, that'd be worthwhile going back and having a listen to. But um, how do you feel, mate? It's all done and dusted. Oh, it's a bit of a relief, actually. Mm. I bet it is. I bet it is. What uh, did it meet your expectations? It did. I do have high expectations. However, no. I think it uh, it came out well. I'm really pleased that we did it, and I think the reaction that I got is even better than I could have hoped for. Yeah. Right. Wow. That's good. Because you you did have fairly high expectations, what um, what stands out for you? Community. When I'm standing there at the back of the room or someone else is presenting, I'm just looking at around about 200 bodies, thinking that this all started with me sitting at my desk at three in the morning by myself. I was just just me. Mm. It was me in my after hours after going home from my job starting this internet thing and now we have an entire community that comes together around an event that I guess I created. So it's really quite overwhelming. Mm. You and I were talking about uh, before we came on air this concept of, um, and uh, you know, it's so important to get offline. When you, when you live your life online, actually getting offline and, and talking to others and networking is, is a pretty, uh, pretty sensible thing to do, isn't it? It's definitely this, the leverage point. That's how I leveraged my business was to get on an aeroplane, travel overseas, find out the things that I needed to know, meet the people that I needed to meet and build relationships. And I brought that back into my business. And that's why I create this live platform. I only did it once this year, but I think it is a real coming together of people in our industry. And there was a common thread. People were talking about the fact that they could sit down and have a coffee with other people and have a normal conversation without people looking at them cross-eyed or thinking they're some kind of alien. <laughs> it's it's one of those things with internet marketing. Doing anything online is you can find yourself um, five hours later, having spent those five hours online and not spoken to anyone. It's nice to know that there are other people out there doing the same thing. Well, one of the other things is that not many members of the public understand even a th- even the slightest bit of what we're talking about there. And I don't think one expert had a decent line for what it is that they actually do. It still confounds us. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it doesn't corner you into any particular area. Well, it's about who you are, not what you do. Mm. Mm. Well, any, any moments, mate, that were just like, wow, did you just, did you, you were sitting there Side of, either on stage or to the side of the stage, um, were there any moments where you've just gone, you know, you felt like punching the air or felt, yeah, that's just fantastic? Uh, not really. Oh, come on, there must be something. <laughs> I know you get all excited about this. Uh, it, for me, it's the, uh, the strange thing is it's, it's really just repeating things that I've done in the past but in a whole new market with totally new players. Mm. I used to run big functions. You know, we'd have events at our dealership with 1,500 people coming through it, which I would market with seven different marketing channels and track mm. and measure and organise food and beverage and, and advertising and all this sort of stuff, key rings and pens. So it's exactly the same. And I think mm. that's, for me, I guess it's the closest I come to work in my current uh, status. But it was also very satisfying to create something. And as long as 
the output of it, the videos and the implementations by people who attend uh, comes from it, then it's all been worthwhile. Yeah, that, that would be rewarding to um, start to see some of the things. Tell me, it's the third live event you've put on. You've done Fast Web Formula 1, Fast Web Formula 2. What, what have you noticed in terms of things that have changed in the industry in those last three years in terms of maybe, you know, technologies or new business models showing themselves? Anything striking this year? Tim, it's my seventh event. Ah, I take that back. Add four. <laughs> Add four and... Yes, there's been huge changes. The first event that I ran, we had 130 people with laptops and we taught them how to build a website, which they did in two days. Mm-hmm. And by on day two, halfway through, when everyone pushed go and their website went from nothing to something, it just it, it existed. There was 130 people all at the same time had a website published. That was like a fist-punching moment, like, wow. Uh, but if you look at now... My event is a more mature event and we're teaching business fundamentals about cash flow and strategy and pricing and leverage. These terms were covered in my earlier ones but they were sort of the smaller component and now they're the big component. Mm. I no longer think people should learn how to build their own website. So I guess I've grown up but my whole community is growing up and some of these people who came to the very first workshop like Steve-O, and Nick, they've come to the first one and they're moving through and now they have these huge businesses. They have six going on seven-figure businesses. Some of my students have built seven-figure businesses even in the last year Mm. because we're now moving into the concept of being an entrepreneur and having a business rather than a website. So it really is not just about the website and that's the growing up of my workshops. And the other thing is the workshop used to be to fulfill a speaking commitment and now I don't do any speaking. So the workshop is an entity unto itself. It is a community get-together. It's a hub and it's a part of the chocolate wheel, which is on my mafia plan, which if you haven't been to the event, you know nothing about what I'm talking about. <laughs> do you want but to give the really one-minute summary sure of that? You get, get the videos of the event because it is a business fundamental that hardly any businesses understand especially the first session yeah absolutely that's that and, and i think that's a massive point of difference james in in the fast web formula event which is actually focusing on business strategy and some business concepts and fundamentals as opposed to just diving straight into any particular um, form of internet marketing well it appeals to so many different people we had local business consultants we had super affiliates we had software moguls, we had uh, shoulder and neck guys. I mean, all different people yeah. coming to this event got something from it. I love to, uh, talking of the super affiliate, Andy G was one of the speakers. And um, for those who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a guy, a, a ex-Swiss banker becomes an affiliate marketer is basically the headline there. And um, I interviewed Andy for my other podcast, Small Business Big Marketing, and he, he took that whole affiliate learning that he he that, that is basically his his living he makes a living from and talked about how that applies in the offline world to a bricks and mortar business so it's a two-way street well him and i are business partners for a reason we have a very similar understanding of things we both ran big blue chip style businesses and the same principles apply online mm. Mm. It was good stuff. And uh, now what we've got, uh, there's a couple of little moments, obviously, that we've just reflected upon. But um, whilst the event was on, James, uh, I was out there trawling during the breaks, talking to people about what it is that they were getting from um, what their aha moments were from Fast Web Formula 3. So um, let's go and have a listen to what others had to say. Tim Robinson from Zentester. Um, my, the favourite thing I've learned so far is Mike Rode on uh, day two. He speaks about re- remarketing and retargeting your visitors. And it's basically the idea of building an invisible list so that when people come to your blog or to your website, you have this little Google tracking code and it tracks them for like a year and a half. 
and say you want to promote something in the future, you can go to Google and you can say, send out this ad to everyone that's visited my blog before in the past year and a half. And whenever these people go around the web, even like a year later, they'll start seeing your ad for your product everywhere. And it's like even without opting into your list or um, buying your product or anything, you can retarget to these people. And you basically have this potential of thousands of people to remarket to that that you've never had before. You've never been able to do this before. Yeah, it's really clever because it's, uh, you know, and, and they're getting actually targeted ads that make sense to them yeah. and, not, and not some kind of, you know, like random message that's a real, you know, hit and miss type marketing communication. Exactly. And yeah. these, are, these are people that are interested in what you have to say. They've come to your blog before, so they'll probably be interested in your product too. Yeah. Any, any other great. major uh, inspirational aha moment? Um, one of the big things was that the the gurus, even James and Alexi and everyone fail often, um, but they learn from their mistakes and they grow from that. Yeah. They don't they don't just give up when they fail. And um, yeah, even, even after years of being in the game, they still fail and... Um, yeah, they learn from it. It's lovely to hear the human side, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That they're not just machines. Yep. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tim. I'm here with... Joe McGuinness from SheCommerce. From SheCommerce. And Joe, we've two days of Fast Week Formula 3 so far. Mm-hmm. What's been kind of the big aha moment for you? Uh, look, I really enjoyed Leanne um, talking about Facebook. That was fantastic. Jen. Oh, Jen. Jen, Jen Sheehan. Jen Sheehan. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. there's been so many different speakers here. Um, Jen was great. Um, there's been heaps of um, just, I guess, cementing um, ideas and, um, you know, I guess when you're working, I, I'm a small business, work alone, and you're developing strategies yourself. And, and then when you come here and you hear these great speakers talking about the same strategies they've implemented it kind of just helps you know that you're on the right track like really nice confirmation yes yeah, confirmation yeah. yeah and I like that to come here and go yeah I'm really in a good place with what I'm doing and and I'm, yep. uh, and you know there are always little gems um, that that come out and um, you can go away and think oh it's a really good thing I'll, I'll try that systems is my thing I'm a very creative person so I really need to implement more systems ah uh, you and me both <laughs> You and me both. You just want to create the content I, and let everything else take care of itself. Yeah, and because my team is growing, um, I have to put more systems in place to manage my team. And, um, you know, you learn the hard way. You learn it when the shit hits the van. You just go, okay, that's a system I haven't implemented yet. And so, and you know, James is the system, like, king. Yep. And I just sometimes look at him and think, how do you do that? How yep. do you get all these systems in place? Um, so, uh, so... So what are, we actually, what are you doing about it? Because it's interesting. I mean, you, you're not alone, you know. So what are you going to do to address that issue? Well, I guess it's getting... Um, going away with ideas of what... what software packages are out there to help assist me with that. I do use um, a platform called Action Method at the moment. Do I need to upgrade? I was using um, Backpack and I didn't end up sort of following through on that because systems just do my head in. I'm a highly creative person so anything to do with systems and I'm having a meltdown and a glaze over and you know feel like someone's putting me in a cage. So but I realise after seeing um, James and a lot of the other guys in here that the ones, the guys that really stand out who are really moving forward they have these incredible systems in place to manage everything so I guess it's the things that you don't want to look at that you need to look at that I've found are the things that when you come to these events you know it's the things that you agree with or you know already and you go yeah great I'm doing that you know big deal it's the stuff that's irking me and I'm resisting is what I need to. I know I need to address and look at. Right. You so know. you've got some tough days ahead. <laughs> I have some really tough days ahead because, um, you know, I'm sort of looking. Well, I've got some good admin girls on my team now. So what can I get them to do to help implement more things to manage? It's more about when jobs come in. It's more about quality control. It's more about managing the team. I, I've had recently some issues where the team have tried to do some, take some initiative and put sort of some things on clients' websites. But, you know, ding dong, yeah. <laughs> no, client doesn't want that no. on the website. Yeah. And I, it's sort of like, well, how, I don't want to squash their enthusiasm, but at the same time, set up a process where if you have ideas, you know, that you think would benefit this website, this client, bring it to me first. So creating checklists, um, you know, having clients come in and be able to fill in systems. I've just packaged up all of my products now, so that's um, 
Brilliant. Going to make it a lot easier as well for clients to buy. Thanks so much for sharing your Fast Web Formula 3 inspirations and have a good day today. I will, thank you. Who are we talking to? Mikhail from uh, Redcliffe, just north of Brisbane. And well, geographically is one thing, but what's your business? Okay, sure. So, small um, business, uh, local marketing on the internet side of things, and it's Redcliffe Marketing Labs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And someone tells me you're a chopper kind of guy as well. Yeah, so my background is uh, is pretty varied, but part of it is flying helicopters and teaching people to fly helicopters. Right, eh? And uh, that's a, uh, yeah, that's a, a very different avenue, but also a lot of fun. So Mick, number one inspiration or aha moment from the last couple of days of Fast Web Formula 3? Yeah, absolutely. James was talking about packaging up your services, and I think that's something I was doing, is just having too many individual services, uh, and so when you sit down with someone and try and describe what you do, it's just, you know, their eyes just glaze over and, and it wouldn't make sense. So I think taking those individual services, putting them into packages that make sense and that sort of fit together mm-hmm. with a, a an outcome that people can understand is going to be a much easier way of saying, you know, here's your, here's your four choices instead of here's 20 choices, what do you want to do? Uh, so that's something I'm going to go back and implement. You got an example in your mind of maybe one something you're already offering and that you're yeah, going to package up? Absolutely. So basically uh, looking at, you know, lead generation and building a list. So uh, a landing page with a autoresponder on the back end of that and then an email chain chained up to that and then on the front end either Facebook ads or a Google AdWords to drive the actual traffic to that landing page so yep. setting that up as one package instead of trying to describe it as separate things. You got a wacky name for it yet? No I haven't yet. Uh, That's the fun part. It'll be package A we'll, we'll work Ooh, on yeah, something yeah, a bit, yeah. bit groovier. Start with A, B, C or gold, silver, bronze and then uh, you know well, the really creative the hat best on. one I've had is a, um, a Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones and Beatles pack and sort of love it in that way. Yeah, yeah. love it. All right, Mick. And any other any other ones that have come to any other uh, inspirations that Look, have come there's to mind? So many, um, but I, I really wanted to just keep it as a couple of action yeah. steps. Otherwise, I just get confused again. But the other one was uh, Mike Rose talked about um, the remarketing and, and the uh, I guess the, the cookie tracking for the adwords. And even you know, it's not so much having an adwords campaign going straight away. But well, that's something I'm going to go back tomorrow put that on there yep. so then start building a list of people who at least visit the web page and then when I'm ready to target uh, traffic towards them there's a, a you know a targeted list there rather than just doing a, a general a general spread. Mick Cullen thanks for sharing mate. Who are we talking to? Uh, Cheryl. Hello Cheryl and your business is? Um, well I'm just developing an on- online business for selling um, websites to local businesses. So you're a newbie? I am. Wow and why did you choose that direction? Um, because I've actually being caught in that situation myself of being sold a website for a lot of money which did nothing I'd just like to help other businesses realize that there's more options out of it available out there that can actually get them customers yep and have you used the local video marketing method do you know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Okay. It's all new to me. Stuff. Well, there's a, there's a wonderful um, product that James and I have spoken about, which which takes people through that whole process of setting up um, a, a consultancy that helps local businesses get online. It's called the local video marketing method. So um, I'll show you where you can find that. In fact, I think, I think, and I might be wrong, but Kyle, who created it, may be talking today. Oh, excellent. Well, well, I'll check that off air. So um, what's, your, what's been your number one sort of aha moment in the first couple of days of Fast Web Formula 3? Um, well, every day and every hour has been an aha moment, I guess. Um, there's a few things that I've felt like I can push forward through, and that's like with the WordPress directories. That was amazing. Um, and just learning about the copy, what was spoken about yesterday. Um, do you want to just explain the WordPress directory? Because that was amazing and there will be a lot of people listening to this who won't have seen it. So do you want to explain that concept? Well, after years of in my existing business and work that we've spent, sat down many times, went through the yellow pages and the internet getting customers to sell to. And it's just, um, I guess it's an automatic process that brings up the customers in that genre to target either for websites or for whatever you want to use them for. Yeah. So it was fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing how quickly it happened. So I think, yeah, and, and Leanne did it live on stage. So, you know, to install a WordPress theme and the next thing you know, I think she, what was she doing? It was, it was pet shops in New York where within, you know, 10 minutes she'd created an entire directory of, of pet shops in New York. Powerful stuff. One other aha moment, Cheryl. What else have you got? Um, oh God, I guess the networking as well, getting out there and networking with the locals 
and um, yeah, approaching them in the proper way and not the full-on sales, here I am way, I guess. Yeah. I really liked um, the guy who talked about networking's concept of talking through the room and not to the room, yes, yes, which was all about, you know, you don't know who, who's in the room and who they know. Yes. So yeah, nice. Right. Yeah. Hey Cheryl, thanks for, uh, thanks for sharing. That's alright, lovely to talk to you. See ya. Thank you. Mate, my name's Luke and I'm from Brisbane. Um, you want to know a little bit more about me? Mate, in I terms just want of, to know what your business is. Well, my business is it's shoulder physiotherapy. My my practice is called Shoulder Guy Physiotherapy, and I solely focus on treating people with shoulder pain problems. What brings you to Fast Web Formula Three, being a bricks and mortar physio type guy? Yeah. Well, I I guess I saw a, a need for and potentially to spread my business to find another income stream for my business. I've got multiple ones on the in the offline sort of world, but um, I guess I saw a, an opportunity online to take my message further afield um, across Australia and, and then hopefully across the world as well because there's people that come to my website um, for, for my local business across the world looking for problems and sorry solutions to their shoulder pain problems so that that's the real reason I'm here to get more knowledge about how to do that and how to make money from that as well. And Luke what's been uh, have you had an aha moment or just a couple of little inspirations along the way? Yeah mate I think I've wet myself probably a few times here I've just <laughs> suddenly found my <laughs> sitting in a puddle of water. Um, oh, multiple. Uh, I think, you know, the AdWord sort of side of things, which I haven't really considered, um, to go outside of um, what my website is doing organically and maybe pushing things there a little bit harder and able to track clients that come to my website. I didn't know that we could sort of do that in a sort of, um, you know, covert way, but, but also uh, target my marketing to the specific people that I would, that I would see in my practice. So... Uh, that was certainly a massive thing and I think also um, the big thing for me is implementation. You know, I've got to get out there and, and do it and that's the big thing that uh, I really want to get out of this is a couple of key points that I can go home and, and action right now that's going to make a big difference. So there's some marketing things you can do to get more people into your practice and remarketing which is what Mike Rhodes talked about yeah. is one of those things. Um, clearly uh, you can only be on the tools for so many hours a day. You got an idea of maybe doing some product creation that you sell to these people who will not only come from overseas but visit your site from everywhere and, and if you have, what is it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what I've recognised, um, that, that's the, at the end of the day I don't want to be on the tools. That's the ultimate game, uh, goal and what I've recognised and, and having the offline business is a perfect opportunity to do some research about your clients. So every client that comes through the door I'm asking them what's their biggest frustration, you know, how, what would it mean to them if I could solve their problem. And, um, and then also, would they be interested in a product that they could actually access uh, online? And to my surprise, uh, a lot of people have said yes. Some people have some reservations about it because they're used to the old way of doing things, hands-on contact. Um, so for me, I've picked some clients that are fairly specific and they need specific needs. And, um, and product creation then is to deliver those people the right information show them the right exercises but it's really targeted to a specific population for example um, you know young men or middle-aged men that are at the gym that get injured um, they're very keen to maintain that fitness level they don't want to stop training um, but how do they fix their shoulder pain problem fast and they're a perfect client for, for my information clearly a lot of these internet marketing concepts that are talked about at fast web formula 3 are having real impact on small businesses. They just need to know about them. You're ahead of the game. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I sort of, I recognise that this could be a way to do it. Um, there was a quote, uh, I forget who actually said it, but he said, mate, if you're not making enough money, well, you're not serving enough people. So I went, wow, okay. Beautiful. I can only serve so many people a day, so many people a week. So is my information applicable to the broader audience? And I, I absolutely think so. Good so, on you, Luke. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for joining much. and uh, sharing. Yeah, no worries, mate. Appreciate it. Who are we talking to and what is your business? Okay, you're talking to Tanya Taylor and I run an agency called Agency XYZ. We do PPC and SEO and pretty well, we think. And Tanya, uh, we're into day three of Fast Web Formula 3. Have you had an aha moment yet? Oh, so many already. Um, look, been speaking to Ed O'Keefe. He um, is amazing at his helicopter perspective. Um, really uh, encouraging me to take a percentage uh, rather than just a flat fee for our services because we do you know, get really good performance. Um, just little things from uh, Mike Rhodes from uh, Web Savvy, who's actually you know, technically a competitor, but he was coming out with some great stuff on um, uh, you know, click to call only and just really saving on a cost per acquisition, cost per lead. 
um, even Facebook, um, being able to actually retarget those who are fans of your competitors on Facebook to your page with retargeting code on that, that's gold. Yeah. It's like absolute gold. That, sneaky, but beautiful. Well, it's, it's kind of sneaky, but if they allow it, you know, I, feel, I do feel guilty knowing it. You yeah. know, I feel like a little bit um, like I shouldn't know it. <laughs> Nothing like a bit of online marketing guilt. But yeah, I'm going to exploit it, absolutely. <laughs> so, I'd be stupid not to for my clients, etc. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome. So, so listening to all the information, you're already in this, you're already in the industry of online marketing. You, there are just there are pennies dropping all over the place, yeah. Yeah, look, I'm, I've been doing this stuff for five and a half years on my own business, and you know, years and too many years to talk about now. Um, before that, um, but you know, just being around like-minded people, you know, um, everyone's always got a slightly different perspective, and it's just gold because you take that one little nugget and apply it across, you know, 25 accounts that we've got, and bam, you know, they've got that client loyalty forever because you are the market leader and what you what you're bringing to them. So, brilliant. Thanks, Tanya, for sharing. Righto, who are we talking to? My name's Russ Francis. And your business, Russ, is? Mr. Possum. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you catch possums? Okay, yeah, remove possums from people's roofs. Good on you for being at Fast Food Formula 3. So what's the biggest learning or, like, maybe aha moment you've taken away, Russ? My biggest aha moment has been focus. For me, uh, with the internet marketing that I do, uh, I've been chasing the bright, shiny lights, to put it in your terms, and... Uh, I've learnt that I need to give all of that away and just focus on the things that make me money. Yeah, okay. Any, anything in mind in particular? Um, uh, the, particularly with the, the possum business, uh, it's just generating more income out of it. Gen- serving clients better, um, having uh, more of an offering for people, so to solve more of their problems and uh, to just get out there and do more of it. And, and specifically, Russ, I'm going to push you here for a bit of, is there something technical? We've covered a lot of technical stuff this week, haven't we? Anything technical you're going to implement? I, I do other internet marketing as well as this. And, yeah, the technical stuff that I'm implementing is uh, I'm going to do some more pay-per-click advertising. The stuff that Mike Rhodes talked about was just phenomenal. Um, and also track and measure more about my business um, to understand where leads are coming from how they can affect my business, my conversion rates, and the bottom line, the income that I make. And, and a possum bloke, I'm imagining, has to be on the tools. Is there anything you're going to do to leverage your income and make it more passive? Yeah, I am. I'm going to, uh, to look at taking on more contractors to market myself in bigger markets, so all you other possum guys, look out. <laughs> you might be the possum guy's possum guy. I could be, yeah. Um, and I'm also going to move into, not so much in the possum industry, but other industries, and teach people how to market their own business, uh, their small business, um, from real hands-on experience. I do this on my own sites, and it works. Um, I've just been on record here as saying that I've doubled my income in the last month uh, through different strategies and tactics that I've used that I've learnt not only from here but from James and from yourself on the Freedom Ocean you know, guys if you're listening to Freedom Ocean this stuff works like the tactics and the, the tips and things that these guys talk about put it into practice it works love it I'll get you out of the headlock now so uh... <laughs> good on you mate thanks for us thanks Tim so uh, we're here with Ben Stickland of Noble Samurai ah the old samurai boys now Ben Yep. You're a pioneer, mate. You're an old hat at all this stuff. You've spent three days at Fast Web Formula 3. Yep. Any aha moments? Um, I reckon I got, and it's probably because we sit in the same space as him, but I reckon I got a lot out of, um, well, it's too, I mean, there's a lot of people I got a lot of that stuff off. I, I think Mike Rhodes' stuff was bloody awesome just in terms of the remarketing stuff and just, you know, he's a freaking genius. Um, but James Dyson stuff, um, being in the same space just as in, you know, um, selling a software product, there was just a bunch of nice things that he sort of showed off. Even some of the stuff, the way he does support, and literally, I, I can't remember it now, but I've, I went through it with our team actually, and I, and I wrote down everything he said, all of his key points, and I went through it. And he said, "There's probably six things in there." Um, you know, like he said, he, you know, he said, for example, we do everything with PayPal, and he said, you know, we when we op, when we bought this other other payment method in, giving that alternative got us a 20% sales bump. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, so the, uh, the light bulb went on then, did it? I mean, that's, but go on, say that, That's a bloody million dollars, you know. <laughs> um, and so, uh, no, so that was that was pretty good. And, and like you always do, I think it's a pretty good crowd. Um, you know, I've 
I recognise a, a reasonable number of people, but even if we don't recognise, they're pretty switched on. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I think I've just, you know, it's been good just to hang out. Now, Ben, I remember you were on Small Business Big Marketing. Uh, I loved it. That was great. Almost 18 months ago now, so uh, this will find its way into freedom motion, you know. Next, I'll, I'll be starting another podcast at some point in the future. I'll, mate, I'll bring you, you on. You're a machine. <laughs> good on you, mate. Thanks for being part of it. No so, who are we talking to? April Litterick, and I'm and a circus performer. A circus performer. Okay, so what brings you to Fast Web Formula 3? Well, my dad got me involved in it, and um, yeah, originally just looking into internet marketing and getting an idea of where I want to get into, and since I've been here, I've really got a direct line of where I'm heading now. Oh, wow. So you've had an aha moment? I definitely have. Okay. What is it? Circus is where I'm going with it. Um, I'm going to create a website with my circus products that I'm going to make and also get in from other places, and I'm also going to do a lot of tutorial videos on my site. Okay, so you're gonna so sort of information product training videos stuff like that. Definitely. Okay. Exactly. And uh, got a domain name, or how are you going to go about actually putting it together? What's the first thing you're going to do? Well, at, I've actually started already. I've been looking up domains, and um, then I've also been outsourcing products. I've looked at a couple of ones like Circus Tricks and Circus Tricks Online. Um, a lot of them are taken, so I might go for a .co. A lot of dot coms are taken. And um, yeah, I've already thought about all the videos I can put together, how I'm going to do it, whether I'm going to do it as one big video or lots of little ones for each circus trick. I've definitely put a lot of thought into it over the last three days. Brilliant. And, and was that stuff sort of in your mind prior to coming to Fast Web Formula 3? No, it wasn't. Um, someone put it into my mind on the first night when I was networking with the other people. Um, yeah, they just said, well, you're in the circus, why don't you use that? And I said, well, I've never really thought of it. And they're like, well, it's, it's quite a small niche, um, which is even better. And, um, yeah, I was actually looking at around on, the, webs, on the, the web the other night, and there really isn't a lot of tutorial sites. You can get a lot of YouTube, but sites that have tutorials and things you can sign up for so you get, you know, one a week or whatever, there isn't really a lot of that. So was there a moment during the weekend where you've gone, you know, because... I spoke to you a couple of days ago and you're starting to be a fire... Is it a fireman? Fire person? Firefighter. <laughs> a firefighter. So what, what was the moment where you're going, you know what, I'm going to take it in another direction? It was literally when someone mentioned it to me. I, it was literally an aha moment. I'm like, oh yeah, it is. Well, I, honestly, until they'd mentioned it, I'd never even thought about it, not even once. And they, they said, why don't you make tutorial videos? And I've gone, aha. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for uh, sharing, April. Okay, so who, who are we talking to? It's Michelle Brown from Melbourne, Australia. And what's your business, Michelle? Um, I run MixedMediaArt.net and we supply craft and techniques to the crafty mums who want to make stuff. Love it. Now, you've just finished three full days at Fast Web Formula 3. Any aha moments? Um, several aha moments, but as Ed just said, when you're overwhelmed and confused and frustrated, you don't let that get you down, you use it to motivate you to keep on going. And yeah, that was pretty inspirational, that Ed session, wasn't it? So, so uh, what do you do with the overwhelm? My plan is to have a few days off, going to spend a bit more time up here on the Sunshine Coast, just let it all sift and what I find, I think as you get older you learn your best learning models and I know that I need to put it all in and something will sift and something will, one or two things will come to the top and that will be the things that I know I've got to run and grab with. Love it. Any, any sort of um, technical or kind of like, wow, I'm going to go and implement that moments this weekend? Um, certainly Mike Rhodes with his Amazon, um, Amazon AdWords code to put in so that you can see where people go and put it in before you need it. So that Got to explain that one to our listeners. So it was talking about some of the new features in AdWords was that once people had come to your site, it then tracked where they then went and there's a potential in the future for them, for your ads to follow them. Yeah, really clever. A lot of people have mentioned that. They called it remarketing. Very clever. Yes, very clever indeed. Oh, lovely. Well, thanks for being a listener of Freedom Ocean and small business, big marketing, I do hope. Oh, definitely. Good idea. Thanks, Excellent. Michelle. Thanks, Tim. So tell me, who are we speaking to? My name is Cloda Higgins, and my and company is called Get Focused Consulting. Oh, Get Focused. And Cloda, <laughs> you won what? I won a bottle of Grange, <laughs> which is the first thing. And I also won a six to eight week a Silver Circle 
private mentoring group with James from Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. How'd you win it? Very nice. We all had to create a video. James gave us a video, I think it was on Wednesday, and said, if you would like to tell me the effect that I've had on your business. So James going, you found me, what effect did I have on your business? And uh, 50 people put in a video. It was had to be 60 seconds, no more. And yesterday morning I woke up and I wrote a script. I put together some slides and I did a Jing video and lo and behold, there I was today up on stage accepting the prize. Little Miss Clever. Sorry. Now we're at the end of three days of Fast Web Formula days. 3. What was the biggest aha moment you had, Clodagh? Biggest aha moment for me after going, I have won <laughs> the silver circle, will definitely be uh, the both the Eds. So Ed Dale saying we can do better. You think you're doing a good job and then you realize that we're not. Mm -hmm. There's more we can do. And Ed O'Keefe for reinforming that again today. Yeah. Um, but we're in this room with people. I've, I'm with the people that I want to be with doing goodness and that's yep. the part that I've gone aha this is where I belong and to have that reconfirmed you were moved by all the emotional stuff yes, the I two eds <laughs> wow the two eds yeah definitely any plus also the other one for me was about because you're in it all the time like something like Facebook I think oh it's so mature it looks to me like there's a lot of ads on there but to hear Jen Sheehan go this is at its infancy we have not started the potential of Facebook um, to hear uh, Kyle Tolley going, 50% of companies in Australia still don't have a website. Yeah. Cha-ching! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, like, as you say, we're in it all the time, mm. and we forget that other people don't know this stuff. That's right. So yeah, you go, oh, maybe I'll be doing this in a year's time or 18 yeah. months' time. Oh, I hope I get another year out of it. But we realise that there's actually a lot more potential out there. And I think that's been great to reconfirm that uh, you know that there are definitely more clients and more people you can help. Clyda, well done. Thank you Tim, well done to you too. <laughs>Well, what about that, James? Is that um, is that pretty much what you expected to hear from other attendees? Now that's the part that makes me smile, Timbo. That, right, that's that's when I know that it was all worthwhile. Yep. There were some pretty happy people out there. I'm getting great feedback from Facebook, Twitter, emails, my survey. And that's really the, that's the thing that I measure, the result. People say you're happy with the event or whatever and I say oh, I want to hear the feedback and then I'll know if I'm happy because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what the participants do. And when I hear things like I'm remodeling my business or I have action plans that I'm implementing now or that I've doubled my profit mm. or that I am... Uh, you know, I'm more aware now of, of opportunities. That's very exciting. Yeah, you love hearing that, don't you? And and it's good. I mean, that's kind of why you do it. Well, you know, there's only one metric I'm really interested in from this event, and that is if I were to hold another event, would you come back? Mm -hmm. And if, if the overwhelming majority say yes, then that means they have gotten value and I've solved a problem, which is one of the main themes of of my presentations. It's how can we go out there and create huge value for others and do it on a larger scale. And when you have a one-to-many event like this, that's when you get good leverage financially, but also we're getting good leverage in the community. And we're, we're actually, you know, if I can help 200 people and then they could help 10 customers each, then now we're leveraging to 2,000 problems solved. And those customers they're helping probably help many, many other customers. So we really do have a, a ripple effect, like throwing a, a stone into the middle of a pond and having that, that ring generate. Mm. That would be a good event. Well, one of the things you spoke about too on um, session one, day one, is this whole concept of the lifetime value of a customer. And um, certainly that's, that's the overall aim. Well, when I'm standing there with my community there, and when I say my community, I mean, it's not mine. I don't own it, but... I am responsible for those people being there in the room at that time. It's like I'm good friends with just about all of them. I really know those customers well. I speak to them a lot and they have multiple products or services. So it really is a strong 
connection that we have, and I really hope that we can continue that. What do you say to everyone who attended? Um, there were 200 or so people there. You know, A lot of business models were discussed. Um, people were itching to get back to their desks and their offices to implement. What do you say to those that, you know, we're, we're now, by the time people listen to this episode, we'll be a couple of weeks out from the event. How to maintain that momentum and keep the focus? Any any tips or tricks there? Well, I gave a technique of just writing them down into action points. Yeah. And if, if all you do is just tick off an action point at a time, you will get growth. And one of the pages in the workbook, I actually listed out some of the highest impact areas that you could possibly focus on. And if they were just to circle one or two of those and start implementing, then I think the results they get will actually encourage them to keep doing it. That was on page 10 of the workbook. And that page 10 on the workbook has generated millions and millions of dollars for businesses that I've fixed up and for my own business. And I know that it will work in anyone else's business. Mm. Mm. That's a pretty intense workbook. I think it's the biggest mind map I've ever seen, James. Ah, well, you haven't seen my <laughs> private mind maps. Oh, really? <laughs> well, you know, I only put these things together for myself originally to work from and commit them to memory. And then I have to actually simplify them for other people so that I don't overwhelm them. Because it's important for me to try and deliver my message in the minimum possible information to mm. get the result. Mm. So uh, your biggest mind map, there's just not a screen that's possibly big enough to even uh, display that. If you were to join all the mind maps that I have in my mind maps folder, you yeah. would be able to fill the IMAX cinema <laughs> screen. Hey, now there's, there's an event. Now that is an event, but I... I <laughs> I think we'd fall under criticism, you know, overload or whatever. That would just lock up. I mean, even even when I keep my sessions short to 30 minutes, we still could hear a pin drop. We've got that, that yeah. you know, the, the brain starts to really start processing. The Twitter stream stops dead. People yep. are, they're just, they're locked into the power of what I'm talking about because I've strained all that coal down into a diamond. And I'm quite happy to show actual results and real scenarios. And, the, you know, they're so simple when you say it, but most people aren't doing it. I, I think that was a recurring theme for me, just hearing you speak, uh, is that when you do explain these concepts um, with, with, without cheapening them at all, um, you know, they're not complicated. And I get really frustrated by that because when you look at it, you go, you know what, they're not complicated, but for whatever reason, some of us choose to complicate them and um, make them harder than they need to be. Well, that's mostly what I'm trying to do on a full-time basis is to simplify and simplify and simplify everything down to its core mm. until I can't take anything away from it. And that's why I really have reduced down the amount of processes and tools and, and business models that I'm pursuing, I've really simplified it down because I'm finding a lot of power and energy in having less. You, you know how you were talking, you mentioned before how, you, you know, the first, the first um, live event you did, you spent two days showing people how to build a website. Now you're suggesting, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to go into internet marketing, don't spend time learning how to build a website. Does that go for some of the other technical stuff that, you know, we're, we're often confronted with as internet marketers? Do you, do you reckon everything, it's a, it's, a, it's a general question, but should everything be outsourced and you focus on the content creation or where's the, where's the balance? Well, generally you'll be focusing, especially on the marketing, that is the thing that you can't get someone else to do because if someone else is doing it, then they know a whole lot more about marketing than you and that's where the power lies. Yep. So that's why these authors or professors or geniuses, they still have to grovel and beg to a marketer to get them online because they can't. Mm -hmm. So I think you should hold on to the marketing and the business strategy and do the thing you're most passionate about. If you love programming or you love designing websites, it's okay to do that. But try not to do the other things that you don't love. So that's why when we, we run an event, I get help setting up the event and managing the event because that's not my passion no. 
and I would rather be available to build slides and to, to focus on delivering a good product to the paying customers. So, yeah, I don't think you need to know all of the technical stuff. The, the funny thing is that I can do all of the technical stuff. I can build websites, do recordings, set up shopping carts. I could create banners and graphics if I was so inclined. <laughs> so I actually still do some of my own stuff because I'm fast and good, but also I'm able to interpret it. And for me, it's almost turning into a little bit of art. I like making sales videos for my own products, but at the same time, my team are making many, many more than I am for other people or for our uh, products that do not have my name on the front door. Mm -hmm. So we're doing both. Mm. So I guess being able to choose what you want to do is probably the key point here. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some stuff that you probably don't need to do, but you love doing and, and you have you get enjoyment out of it. And then there's that other stuff that um, you just either don't know how to do it or you hate doing and that's the stuff to outsource. Exactly. It's amazing hearing. Um, it was amazing speaking to, to people, to other attendees. And um, I don't think even even amongst the, the newer ones, James, there was um, most people were outsourcing something. Now, that may seem obvious in an internet marketing community, but... Um, you know, when you speak in the wider community, outsourcing is still something not heard of, unheard of. Well, that's another little life cycle that I've been through. In the beginning, when I started my sort of third business model, which was dealing with local customers, I did the SEO myself. Then as I scaled and leveraged, I found a team to do the work. And then the next evolution was I hired my own team to teach them and the final evolution was to let go of uh, the contractors and to just take it all in-house. But the funny thing is that's not what I would suggest everyone else do. Mm. I, I know that it's too expensive and too difficult to go out and hand hire, hand train and resource a team to do this work. Mm. You would be crazy not to just use my team to do it because I've done all of that effort. So I would say, you know, go to the stage two, the one in the middle there, not do it yourself and not try and hire a team to do it yourself and take over the whole thing. Just go for the middle option, which is hire a specialized team who are really good so that you're not doing it and you're not becoming a recruitment manager and a resource manager. I can feel an outsourcing episode coming on, James. It's a hot topic and it will continue to be as people figure out... Um how to do it and well no what what, what to do and, and and how to do it um, I think for most people Timbo a VA mm. would be a good start mm. where they have the VA or virtual assistant managing other suppliers it could be out it could be task sourcing it could be outsourced services but I actually think I've seen a lot of people try and build their own team of five or six or 10 and fail miserably. It's just not for everybody. But it, you're better off to have one or two assistants who can help you do uh, the grunt work to, to find the proper suppliers, to do interviews, to send work back and forth or project manage and interface with other service providers. So a lot of our SEO customers, we're dealing with our customers virtual assistant now. Yeah, okay, gotcha. So we're basically, we're the de yep. facto back-end team and they only have one person to worry about. Mm -hmm. So just let me understand that. So your, for example, your SEO service, you're dealing with a virtual assistant who is looking after the client's business. Exactly. So yeah. if you wanted to scale up SEO, firstly, Timbo wouldn't do the SEO himself. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Timbo wouldn't hire 10 people and try and teach them how to use uh, the software or SE Nuke. be crazy. Mm -hmm. Timbo is best to hire one or two virtual assistants and give them all the jobs and they go and deal with our team in the yeah, background. Right. So yeah. you just deal with one or two people. You have the cost of one or two people, but you can access a team of many, many ninjas in the background on a cost per unit basis, which is another important thing. You have a, a scalable fixed per unit cost. You know what your costs are per unit rather than having to pay wages and then trying to squeeze different activity within that. Mm. 
Hey, speaking of um, upcoming episodes, and I digress from outsourcing because um, we will cover it in greater detail in a future episodes. But James, at Fast Web Formula Three, you and I did that live podcast, and where you covered uh, some of the things you do better and some of the mistakes you made, but you didn't quite, we ran out of time and there's still a few points left on that list. So I'm wondering if our listeners would love to hear the continuation of that, then um, what what should they do? Maybe they should uh, go to our Facebook uh, or send us an email, um, which they will, uh, all they need to do is reply to any email that we've sent them. And um, we'll just see whether there's a sense of, hey, yeah, we'd love to hear the end of that list. Oh, I don't think they want to hear my mistakes, oh, Timbo. James. Of did we run they... out of time or did we run out of mistakes? I'm sure <laughs> we're getting close to the end of that list. Uh, mate, looking at that list, I reckon we got about halfway, but uh, <laughs> might have been my eyesight. I don't know. Did you enjoy know. doing the live podcast? I thought it was amazing. I thought uh, the energy, having that audience energy uh, was great and getting that instant feedback, uh, knowing that people were enjoying it. I thought it was a great thing to do. I think I said on a Twitter or on Facebook or somewhere, if there was only a way of um, of replicating that each week, I think it would be absolutely tremendous. I, I, in fact, I, I know of a couple of comedy podcasts that actually do that. They, um, well, maybe podcast is a byproduct of them actually putting on a, a on a weekly comedy event um, out of LA, but um, they have a live audience and then they, they send it out as a podcast. But um, what about you? Do you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. It was fun. You're yeah. you're quite fun to work off, I guess. You know, you do some very strange things at times. <laughs> That's <laughs> all, all right. caught on That's camera. <laughs> all, all caught on camera. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. We'll have to. Um, there might be a bit of YouTube action involved. What? In, I think in, in, so. You think there will be? Well, I think we'll probably video cast this one somehow from our blog. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Hey. Um, Coming to the end of episode 28, James, um, for those who weren't at the event and who are listening to to this episode um, and they do want to see the event, it was fully recorded, all all sessions were recorded, what should they do to get their hands on it? Buy the videos, just get, get these videos because I really think it was a good event and there's something in this for everybody. So we'll put a link with this show notes. Yeah, we'll put a link on the show notes. Just go to freedomocean.com and you'll see the show notes there for episode 28. You can also sign up and um, if you were to sign up, um, you would um, you'd have that link sent to you along with the transcript of every episode we ever do. So, um, hey, James, it's good to be back, mate. I wish there was an audience in front of us, but there's not. So we'll just have to make do with you and I. Maybe we should do a... A webinar one where we get people to dial in and we take questions yeah. or something. Yeah, well, we, we, we should do that uh, because I know uh, there'd be a few dialing and it doesn't quite give us that audience energy, but um, maybe we'll have to get uh, Liam, our, our editor, to whack in a bit of um, background ambience, ambient like noise. Like a crowd roar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, there they go. Oh, they're going nuts. They're loving it. They're loving it. Do you want more? Uh, yeah, that's good, mate. All right, buddy. Well, um, thanks for a great event. Uh, listeners, until next time, you have been listening to uh, Tim and James rattle on about all things internet marketing on the ocean, on the Freedom Ocean. So uh, thanks for tuning in. Speak to you next time. Thank you. See ya. See you, James. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. (laughs) 